What's up my G's, both upper and lower case. My name is Jordan Lewis. I'll just be some guy today. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast, featuring T. Fanny. What I'm about to tell you is so unbelievable that you can't really be on the fence about it. You either believe it or you don't. There really is zero room for middle ground, and you'll see why. Human beings have extrasensorial powers. Yes, ESP. Now, I'm not going to get into the third eye, pineal gland, mumbo jumbo, but instead, I'm going to turn towards something more palatable. The law of attraction, aka the secret. Go ahead, ask the people you know if they believe in the law of attraction. I'd be willing to bet that the more successful ones do. Essentially, the law of attraction means that your thoughts, whatever they may be, become what is attracted to you. Let's add the phrase weak-minded to the equation. How in control of your thoughts are you? Do they spiral out of control and seep chaos into your life, spouting recursive rhetoric? Or do they lead you towards hypothetical epiphanies that guide your soul forwards? This is ESP, both ways. You cannot be on the fence about this. You either learn to control it or it will cripple you. If you don't believe me, look it up. There have been tests done run in labs by scientists that aren't just some guy on a podcast. Now let's pretend for a moment that without a doubt, you are capable of this sixth sense or ability. Why would humans have this trait? Why was it evolved into us? What evolutionary advantages would it have provided our ancestors even in its suppressed state? T. Fanny may have dropped some hints in this interview. Try to pick them up. Hello, everybody. I'm here with Tiffany. She goes by T. Fanny. She's out of Calgary, Alberta. How you doing, T. Fanny? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Now, do you want me to call you T. Fanny or what, what can I call you for short? Is that even a thing that you do? I don't know. Let me know how to address you. You know what? It's okay. I'm, I'm good with Tiffany. That's blessed. Or even do you t- want to go for Tiffany? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's blessed. <laughs> okay, okay, beautiful, beautiful. So you're based out of Calgary, Alberta, and you've got kind of like R&B at the core of your like hip-hop game here. Tell me a little bit about how you got started. It looks like you kind of started out of Edmonton. Am I right with that? Yeah, I've like, I'm an army brat, so I've actually moved around quite a bit. So um, right now I'm in Calgary. I might even end up going back to Edmonton. I'm sorry, Calgary people. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, nah, you just keep Keep flipping the scripts. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you know, I can't say. <laughs> the, the Jamaicans, they call me hot foot, hot foot. <laughs> hot foot. That's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, tell, what's what's that about? So what, what inspired the move to Calgary first and what's inspiring the, the moving away? Um, so actually I moved back to Calgary like last year because I was going to help my mom out of the restaurant work. Um, oh, so it was back to Calgary. <laughs> yeah. Like I, okay. Like I, I, okay. Let me just break it down real quick. Cause I yeah, cool. like, I would run way too much. So I started, I was actually born in BC Okay. and then, um, I moved to Calgary and then I moved to Edmonton and then I moved back to, no. And then I went to Toronto. Then I went to Saskatoon. Then I went to Calgary and then I went back to Edmonton now I'm back in Calgary <laughs> gotcha so explain explain the mentality behind being an army brat for the people who don't know it um okay an army brat I it basically just means for me that my my dad was military so um from time I was born he's been military he's not anymore now he's a, a CO okay um, at the young offenders place but where's that based out of uh in Calgary oh sweet okay uh, awesome what is it CYOC that's what they call it <laughs> yo that all right. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So I, because my dad was military, I we never really stayed in one place. And uh, in my adult life, I guess I've just kind of continued that. <laughs> That's totally fair. You're just rolling with the trends. Kind of is that kind of sticking to what you know, or is that just like you like to keep it fresh? Yeah, I like to I like to keep it fresh and and this music thing is kind of new for me. Like I just started doing music like two years ago now uh, in Edmonton and yeah. um, I had come to Calgary, did like a a festival or something at the end of the summer last year and um, it was uh, Doshma with Afros in the City who like found me on the sidewalk and like the love and then she started giving me gigs and stuff and so I was like I think I'm gonna move to Calgary. Like Calgary's kind of popping right now. 
<laughs> Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is that after your uh, discovery by Tough House Records or, or Ways I've got listed here? Oh, yeah. Um, it, it was Ways at Tough House who kind of um, pushed me into the studio. Like I kind of randomly went there and uh, he's like, he's friends with like the homies or family with the homies. And so um, they kind of, I was like rapping in a garage one day and then they must have told him about me. And so I went over there and then he he's kind of was like, okay, well, let's see what you got. And he gave me the song. He's like, write a hook for it. And <laughs> when I came back with this hook, you could tell I was really trying way too hard. And when you look back at it, it's called Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's called Beautiful. And it's uh, it's on YouTube and stuff. It's out. We did a music video for it. But the hook had Ooh. way too many words. Like, I, I thought that I was, I was really shooting my shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> for real? That's but- super interesting, though. Right from the get-go, you were doing videos. Yeah, I guess I was I was fortunate enough. He really liked it, um, and so that ended up being the first single on his album that he dropped, and and he shot a video for it. That's so cool. So is that under your uh, your former alias of uh, She or S H E? Yeah, he. I was like in the booth one day, and he gave me that name. Um, is it an acronym? Yeah, I made he he said she. He's like your name should be she, and I was like it should be an acronym. And so I just like thought about it for a few days, and I was like, okay, it'll be some some have everything. Okay, all right. Yeah, my acronym, and then uh, and then I decided that when I when I moved to Calgary last year is when I kind of decided to move to change my name also. Okay. Um, and it was kind of like a separation thing, I guess, at that point. But I wasn't really ready to. Um, like leave tough house quite yet so <laughs> gotcha. so just, just to touch on the acronym there actually some have everything is that is that a nod to kind of just the the one percent or is that to a nod to kind of like mentally having what you need what you need there uh so i am in love with double entendres um okay perspective and people's perception of things gotcha i like that because it was you can look at it both ways you can look at it like like i did have a lot of feedback uh, or not a lot sorry i had like two people come back to me and say oh so you're trying to say that you have everything and i was like it's how you want to view it really (laughs) (laughs) they came at you Uh, yeah so i was like you know it shows me like a mentality of who you are kind of thing also so it was i I liked it for that reason it was some have everything it was it, it, it can go both ways it can either go if you if you view me as oh you know i have everything or you can view me as what was me some have everything or it's just you know it's whatever it is oh some have everything maybe i do maybe i don't so how'd you respond to the people who who built their own perception and then judged you by what they thought it was uh i i left them with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> bad with that <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you like kind of cut them off or did you just say like, eh, shrug your shoulders and just move on? Yeah. Because those, those specific people weren't um, like friends, friends anyways, they were just people like on Instagram. Ah. So I, like I really was like, you know, I explained it to them. It's about your perception. If that's what you want to think, then I'm happy for you. Um, and I left it at that. Hey, that's beautiful. You educated them and now maybe they'll move on and not fuck up like that again. Or yeah, I don't know like, if that's I'm not really that big of a fuck up, but you know what I mean? Hey, they, they might have they fucked up. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. They dismissed what could be the next hottest thing you never know never know that's how that's my mentality i'm just like right right. moving on from that though you got you got discovered as she by uh your boy ways and then then what happened yeah then um i made the decision i think about six weeks ago now um that i was just gonna do things on my own um i blame covid (laughs) yeah it's but it, in like a good and bad way, eh? It was yeah. It was. It, I hate to say it, but it it has been very good for me just because I completely went like introspective and and learned how to do a lot of things that I didn't know how to do before. Music wise, I really tried to grow. I was like, hey, I need to figure out. You know, let me let me figure out how much work goes into doing cover arts and like let me see how much work goes into mixing, mastering, and and um, I, I uploaded my first um, few singles and stuff, and so I was like okay this isn't as hard as I thought it was like I kind of have this this tough house these people doing it for me because I yeah. you know it's like a label thing and so when I realized that you know I, I can kind of do it um on my own and, and I've been slowly organically building a team and today literally it just got set I feel like I have a, a solid team now and so I I was like you know I, I'm gonna part ways so everything is still like cordial um you know with ways and tough house and stuff but as far as like releasing music this album is the first 
and last project out of Tough House. That's incredible. So, so you're saying today, today being July 20th, what was the big event that happened today? Yes, I had a beautiful meeting with um, Dosha. <laughs> Uh, sorry, repeat that last part. I think it cut your audio cuts out when I speak over you. Sorry about that. No, don't even worry. It's okay. Um, so I had a I had a beautiful meeting with Doshma. Uh, she's the head of Afros in the city. Okay. She's the one who kind of found me on that sidewalk, like uh, like late last year in Calgary. Ah. And was started giving me, you know, just showing me little gigs here and there, not as a manager, just as like a friend, just wanting to genuinely help me out. Um, just like a supporter of you, eh? Right. I love that because, you know, you're not, not only, you know, you know, you're not all about me. You have your own thing going on also. So I, I really appreciate, especially females <laughs> like that. Oh, no doubt. And then there's the overlap where you, where obviously you're going to be able to help her in, in her aspect of the business as well, which it seems like you've come to terms on today, actually. Let's, let's hear about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we did. We had this beautiful meeting, and um, basically, it'll be um, her and Lyric, who is the a beast lyricist in Calgary. I hope you've heard of him. I've definitely it. heard of Lyric. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so I have Lyric and uh, Doshma Afros in the City, um, pretty much my management right now. No way. And that's huge because I that that has Lyric um, that'll help me grow. I'm still working on like you know perfect my delivery and and you know making a song not just writing verses so um yeah I've, that 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 mentorship is gonna be I'm really excited about it that's awesome so other than the mentorship what was what were some of the other main aspects that wanted you to uh to have a manager just for the people I know a lot of uh, underground artists and just artists in general don't have management or don't see the value there so Tell me what you saw. Um, so with with Doshma, she has been in the game for sorry about the noise there. So um so she's oh, been okay. for probably about twenty years. And not just in the music game, like in the Alberta music, you know, and, and Ontario yeah. a little bit. So just just been in there and so she has knowledge and she's not just knowledgeable, she's in the right circles. So I don't know really the next steps. Like I'm still looking around like I, I told myself I'm gonna try this for a year and see what happens. Um but now I'm thinking of next steps because of her and she knows exactly you know where to go, what to do, navigate specifically and I need specifics, man. Like I <laughs> you can't be like, okay, go make an album. Like no, I need you to be like, this is what you're doing today. Like for real. Yeah. I feel that I feel that in like in the way your Instagram setup, I can see that you you lo- I don't know is that inspired by you or I know you've got uh, mm. even your website. Mm-hmm. I did. That What's one. going on there? I did. I I was working on branding when I first uh, started the website. Okay. And to me, I thought that branding was like you know making sure it's all the same color scheme and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, which is an important part of it. Making things aesthetically pleasing is is huge. Right, but I, I recently learned, like maybe probably about like a month ago, that it's it's way more than that, and so <laughs> right. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, I I redid my whole website um, like last week, I think, or okay. a week and a half ago when I dropped the album. Same night, um, I redid the whole website and I I, re- I revamped the Instagram a little bit, but I just I try to streamline it, and then also my goal is to make things as easy. And and as easy and stupid as possible, like for anybody to, to, to get to where they need to get to in order for me to sell my stuff. Like, you know what? I could actually see that in that, uh, you can, you can do one of two things. You can either scroll the page or you can click one of the links at the top to just click you right to where you need to go. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. I try, I had a link tree there before, but now when I drop the album, I figured I'll, I'll push that website fully. Yeah. yeah. Do it right. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. And you need that online real estate to look good. Cause the, cause the physical, real estate isn't isn't the best place to be right right these times so i'm i'm learning i'm learning but yeah so i i've, I've just been doing the, the instagram and the website and i'm learning it's a lot of work it's cool though i like it to be honest i'd say it's paying off because it caught my eye right from the get-go your instagram that is and then i did take a peek at your website and that looks it's laid out really well from my perspective so kudos to you for that that is awesome thank you so much you're so very welcome. So let's go through a bit of your actual music and in, in terms of your releases here. So I actually couldn't find anything about your previous releases before you did the uh, the name change there. You want to tell me a bit about that? Oh, so I... I hunted and I hunted, but I couldn't look. Yeah, it's so it was actually... Um... 
so that's probably one of the reasons why I left Tough House also. Um, just because okay. I found that I was I was recording a lot and I was working and writing a lot, um, but nothing was coming of it. I think we were trying to do a mixtape, um, and uh, and then all of a sudden it wasn't a mixtape because the the beats that I had used were all inspired beats by females that I grew up with. Like I used Pink and I tried to do Shania Twain and I, I no doubt. Um, so it became a full fudge project. Yeah, and I was trying to do a, a mixtape, but then um, it, it just turned around that you know we might as well use original beats or whatever. So I re-recorded some of the stuff on on original beats, and then we're like, okay, might as well do an album. But um, at, with all of that being said, time is being spent. So w- I mean, by the time I changed my name and moved to Calgary, I released the three singles on my own, um, not kind of released through Tough House. It's only just the album, really. And then um, the only thing that you'll find is probably that that Ways song that I did because it's featuring she and then maybe the z-wave song but it's only on like audio mac no i didn't find z-waves i think i clicked more into your your soundcloud where you've got like un, a, a bunch of unreleased or not on your not on your official releases like the Tatiana remix you got the call schizo or schizo sorry yeah. venting and get me lit yeah which i think um i think i may have made those private by now my bad i just did that a few days ago did you what uh what's the reason that you kept those off of your official releases so the the get me lit beat was like a beat that i like somebody had given me randomly from the internet like it was one of those here's five free beats and then you can oh i see Right. And then as time progressed, um, I've had a, a lot of amazing producers reach out. And so now I have a set of um, maybe is it three or four producers yeah. that I can say that I work with. So I really like any of those beats that I did, like Fatiana, I'm actually going to rework those verses and put it on an original beat, make it a different song. So I made that one private and then Get Me Lit. That one's going to go on an original beat instead. Like my, my homegirl, DJ King, she's my DJ now. <laughs> But uh, she, the third beat she ever made was the intro to my album. So the third beat she ever made, ever made in her life, like just made it off of her phone. And so I was like, oh, no way. So now, like, she's been making beats since then. It's only been a few weeks now. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And you put her on your your project that just got released uh, July tenth. Tea time. Yeah, yeah it did. That's crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on a couple of your your lyrics from. Uh, I've got one here from Tatiana that I just wanted to dive into a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it might not be what you think actually it's uh you say that you're a virgo vegan oh yeah that's that's back then what uh obviously the virgo part can't change but actually no it can change but anyways uh the vegan part let's talk about that uh yeah so in those it was two or three weeks i was definitely a vegan for two three weeks <laughs> When you wrote this line, did you have the intention on like doing it indefinitely or what was, what was the goal there? Yeah, I still have the intention. Like I've been trying to go back. It, it hasn't really stuck for more than like maybe two or three days, but I've like, it's, it's an on and off thing for me. I've been trying to go vegan. If, if anything, maybe what's the one called where you eat fish? So is it pe- uh, pescatarian? Right, yeah. I might do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's why. And then I think I've, I've also used vegan in another line too. And I was like, ah, oh, I got to change. That or, or like be really about it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think I think at, at this day and age, it's fair if the intention is there because the word vegan, it's not as strict as a lot of people think it is. Like you can be you can be for just the entire ethical um, methods of uh, extracting whatever resources and still like portray vegan values. You know what I mean? You're not a, you're not a con- concrete vegan to the core, but still. I like that. Okay. Right, the idea, the idea is there, and the 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 reasons behind it are there. It's still compassionate. I'm definitely gonna listen back to this and write it down. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. If you ever have questions on it later, we can always talk about it as well. Like I've got these are my notes based on your work, so that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. And then I, I actually hunted down a, from 2019. It's one of your earliest releases that's uh, on Spotify. And it's not a release by you, but by Dark Drifter. It's got a, a, a verse by you in it. Oh, I totally... Oh, that was a pretty cool uh, event too, actually. What? Oh, so that was an event. Tell me tell me a bit about that. Because you've got... Uh, you're featuring with Miss Benzo, G Major, and, and uh, Blu-ray there. Yeah, and that was... Um, oh, it was... I had a show, right, in Edmonton. I, I unfortunately cannot remember what show this was, but I had a show. Miss um, Benzo and G Major, they live in Calgary, right? Yeah. And so they happened to be in Edmonton and they came to support me that night, which was huge. 
And then then after the show, they're like, yo, we're going to the studio. And I was like, it's like 1130 at night. All right, let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) And you obviously had had heavy history with them beforehand. Yeah, like, uh, I've known Miss Benzel for a few years now, actually, yeah. Okay, a few. All right. And we kind of started in music the same time. Like, she just, you know, she's like, oh, I'm going to try this dude. That's awesome. All right, tell me a bit more more about that, though. You guys went to a studio, and this just fired up that night? Yeah, so he, she she was part of this thing called the Collective X, which was her, G Major, and Blu-ray. And so Dark Drifter was creating this album um, with a whole bunch of Edmonton artists, and they're like, yeah, yo whatever da, 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 let's let's try and jump on this track so they're playing beats and then they start playing this one beat and sure enough i was like oh i like that and then we all liked it we just started writing to it and um the four i only did okay so technically i did like i think it was eight bars total when i rapped though i did like four bars and then the second part i was like i can hear benzo singing it though so i instead of like uh-huh. yeah so both of us actually went out to the balcony had a quick spliff and while we we're just smoking a spliff we come up with this with the the rest of it i'll suspend you in my fantasy reality recognize i give you life and then she came up with the dopest line when she said um right what did she recognize give you life um why the crown never tilt when he's smashing me i was like what did she just say what and that's crazy <laughs> and it's just all on the on the spot off the top eh yeah like we were all dead tired i remember g major was like so sick sitting in the corner probably covid back then who knows you know <laughs> patient zero <laughs> right uh, <laughs> but yeah he uh we were it was late i think we left the studio there like 2 2 30 at, at dark drifters and so that was cool so i ended up on that project and then ended up getting a show out of it too because he Damn. he put on a showcase or whatever all spontaneously eh yeah, I love organic moments like that. Like, that's how I got to, oh my gosh, like, Junior T is, like, that's, I can't believe, like, just be genuinely fucking nice to people. That's the truth. Yeah, like, he, he Junior T had come up to um, Calgary, was it Edmonton or Calgary? I don't remember anyways, but um, the, the most recent time I was in Calgary, and he was um, one of the judges for this beat battle. I think Benny at 10 at 10 brought him here. Yeah. And, um... And then he was staying over at Wizards Palace. And while he's there, it's a crazy, like, creative session. There's, like, 20, 25 people there. What's Wizards Palace? Uh, Wizards Palace is this crazy creative space. So they have, like, this studio that I can't even explain to you because I don't even understand all of the technical parts of it. But, I mean, the walls had some kind of, were made out of some kind of wood that bounces the sound back to your chair so that when you're mixing and, like, it it was, like... Oh, it was, like, a reverberation chamber? Something like that. And it was just beautifully done and huge. And, and it was basically that they made into this like space. Yeah. That's dope. It was I need to, I'm going to Google that after this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really pretty. And um, like Z the free Celsi, I met Yolanda, all of those three. I met them at Wizards Palace because of Junior T when he came up here. And that's then, crazy. So long ago, eh? Really? Like, well, not even, it was probably like November. Oh yeah. This was last year. I forget. We're oh, talking right? very recently. Yeah. October, November it's crazy so and then out of all the people in the room he just he was playing a beat and he turned to me and he's like okay lay something down and i was like what and i have stage fright like i can't like you want me to come (laughs) in front of all of these people like usually when i'm recording it's like dark like i'll have sunglasses on or like a hat like i like to be like hidden I feel you on that. No no worries there. Right. So, like, when he turned to me, he's like, lay something down. And then I did anyways, because, you know, always be ready. Were you, like, sweating bullets or what? Yeah, I was so nervous. And, like, it, I still have the original recording, and you can hear the difference between that one. And then um, I ended up um, I ended up with that beat that we did that night. And so now I have a track on my album from Junior T. Like, Which track is it? Um, that one's called I Pray. I Pray, that's the one you did with the whole squad there. Yeah, with Benzo and Major. And it was one of your single yeah. releases too, right? It was, um, pardon? You released it as a single prior to releasing it on the album? I did. I released it as a single, um, and then it w- and then like maybe a month later, um, BLM came back alive, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, I was literally just talking about this. Yeah, yeah, and now it's even more relevant than ever. Right? Like, it's, it's yeah. yeah. That's dope. Hey, listen, we're going to take that break I told you about. We're just, at, we're just over the 20-minute mark. Yeah, for sure. We're going to listen to T. Fanny's track, Lion Don't Eat Lion. Thank you. 
when niggas kill a niggas over some dumb business. Take it in, niggas kill a niggas, know the difference. Play within it, but step to me first and I'll dismiss it. And end your bloodline, cause we defeat this. Uh, clean off that team, no feds for see. Fingerprints on these, man's on his knees. Begging all Lord please, rat took my cheese. Too late, late fees, can't be saved by Jesus. Squad like Uncle Ruck, in white God you trust. Think you can't be touched, stand the fuck up and look me in my eye. To listen to what's what Took more than your slice of pie It's granted I get bucked Instead of a gun butt I'ma give you a little cut And watch all the guts Fall out that it took the teeth from us Black on black crime is a no-no You start shit, it's time to go though Teach you something you ain't no-no Leon homage, part of Leon Legs turn to oodles and noodles, but ask for it Cause I said to you, my shooters got shooters or passports All my girls be rooter than hooters with asshole And my circle be truer than Trudeau's black asshole you touch the wrong one, I don't be lying. Gumbuck with a long gun, I don't be lying. Blacks used to get hung, I ain't don't be lying. Black seems to get hung, I ain't don't be lying. You touch the wrong one, I don't be lying. Gumbuck with a long gun, I don't be lying. Blacks used to get hung, I ain't don't be lying. Trying to evolve as a people, you're like slavery the sequel. Rob your own hate equal. Hide your head in white sheet though. Grabbing the bucket looking. Could be free, could be cooking. Either way, you keep pulling till both your lives get ruined. Always looking for a handout. Another way to stand out. Cause your life ain't panned out. How you likely planned out. Your life and how you handle the trials and tribulations. You blame voodoo and Haitians. I know that's why you hating. But stay in your lane. My grassland, my plane. My king of the longest name. So what you doing is insane in the membrane. Lying, don't eat. Lying, they complain. Lying and lying to rest everything. Uh, it's territorial exceptions. Bystander, pedestrian. Stay quiet, taking medicine. Looking like you need to rest again. Early jeans get the worm. If you ain't heard, that's a word. Ask around any hood. Yeah, I wish a nigga would. You touch the wrong one. Lying, don't be lying. A gumbug with a long gun. Lying, don't be lying. Blacks used to get hung. Lying, don't be lying. Don't get free, but so dumb. Lying, don't be lying. You touch the wrong one. Lying, don't be lying. Gumbug with a long gun, lying, don't be lying. Blacks used to get hung, lying, don't be lying. How you free but so dumb, lying, don't be lying. See, I used to be on, so don't talk to me shit. But my man is no punk, bang bang, don't talk to me shit. Hello everyone, I'm back with Tiffany. How you feeling, Tiffany? Oh, I'm feeling blessed. Oh, blessed. You and me both. You and me both. So we talked about your uh, 2019 work and, and previous. So let's talk a bit about more, a bit more about what you've been doing this year. So like you said, you released three singles. What was uh, exactly? I know we, we talked about I Pray a bit, but uh, the other two, Money Long and Lion Don't Eat Lion. What are your thought processes behind those tracks and like why you released them as singles? And was there a reason that you released them when you released? Them? Yeah, so uh, money long. I I got antsy and I was like, I want to I want to have something out there with my name on it. Like that's my. Song. You just wanted to go hard, yeah. Right. So and then money long is also it's produced by Lord Quest, who's like a Grammy nominated producer. So I was like, if I am gonna do this song and use this beat, <laughs> how'd you get a hold of the beat? Um. Well, yeah, lucky for me, like um, my big bro K Riz in Edmonton. He's like my brother from another mother. Um, yeah. I've known him and Quest since I was like 15 or 16. Okay. So it just so happened that, um, you know, he's, he is where he is now, but we've, we've been friends, really good friends since then. That's dope. That's crazy. So I told him I, I might want to start rapping. I don't know. <laughs> and he sent me, um, you know, a few- here I have this Grammy nominated producers beat. <laughs> <laughs> here you go. Yeah. He's like, hey, here you go. That's crazy. Okay. Then uh, what about the other track there? Oh, so Lion Don't Eat Lion was cool. Cause shout out to Nova Mills in Edmonton also. But, um, he, he really liked, he saw me at a show and really liked what I was doing and um, wanted to help me out. So he, we had a studio session and we did this, this, he gave me this beat to, to spit on and then we were going to share it. And then he decided to just let me have all of it, I guess. <laughs> so I got a whole hook and a second beat. And then that whole song just came about from, um, one of my, one of my friends actually Lion Don't Eat Lion is because he got robbed downtown Calgary like and he was only he wasn't upset that he got robbed he was upset that he got robbed by like another black person you know and so i that's where that song came about pretty much was like you know lion don't eat lion we should be yeah i, I caught the theme because you definitely explicitly say black on black
that crime, but I was wondering if there was a story to it. Do you care to elaborate on the story? I know it's not your story, but... Um, well, yeah, I mean, basically he was he was downtown and um, some of these guys wanted the whatever stuff that he had with him, like a backpack and stuff. And so they literally like tried to beat him up um, to take his stuff and they ended up taking it. Um, but uh, I mean, how do I like not snitch on people? I don't know. Be- oh, he knew of them. He Yeah, he, he, he got his stuff back the next day. No shit. Like he knew people who he knew of people who knew of them or he knew yeah. them directly. Yeah, knew of people who knew of them. So Man, and so how's the blood between them now? Um, I guess it's not no, it's still not great. I don't even talk to that guy anymore, actually. So. Oh man, that's still crazy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well mo- moving on to you actually released something fairly recently. On July 10th, you launched your uh first full-fledged release. And one of my favorite things about this release, so it, it's called Tea Time. It's got 12 tracks in it and you like you said this is your last release by tough house studio you've got tons of features in there you've got miss benzo of g major ways oh, oh, ozila if i'm butchering any of these names please interrupt ozila uh, <laughs> you've got you've got uh, Shane Walker and Anya Essence. Oh, Shane Walker is my real brother. Shane Walker is your real brother, your actual blood. That's crazy. Right, but he was he's trying to be an actor, and so his stage name is Shane Walker. Got you. So this is just kind of like a one-off for him. You just got him involved. Yeah, it was actually because um, I called him and recorded the conversation because I was trying to match his voice to record this song. Legit. Oh, and, crazy. Um, I ended up obviously not being able to match his voice, um, but I I found some gems in there, and so I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna use like some of these audio clips for the song." And yeah, so that's where that came. And it all came to be. That's yeah. awesome. Um, Anya Essence at the end. Yeah. Um, she's one of my cousins who lives, or my my dad's cousin actually, I should say, who lives in um, Toronto, and she's just she's been through the same thing that I've been through. What we're talking about in the song, and so I, I felt that it would be perfect for her to put um, one of her poems on there because she's a poet that's interesting and we'll talk more about the theme of that uh, track as well but uh, honestly i want to just point out how it's awesome that you've gathered so many people that you work uh, so closely with like your direct cohorts and you just put them all in something a uh, project that you've probably been working on for quite a while yeah i wanted to make sure that you know people know i i am all about giving back you know like it's 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 a it's a family thing in a way but it's also like friends are your family too and, and who you choose and um i'm really i've gotten to a point now where i'm really choosy about who i work with so yeah it was cool cool. i like uh i like as well how you kind of strategize the release it's a little bit different than what i'm accustomed to so you didn't put this out on streaming platforms tell me a bit about your thought process behind that or whose idea it was and what their thought process was Ooh, like the real thought process or like the virgo like impatient no i'm just joking um a little bit of everything (laughs) i mean it's it's no secret like obviously the i made all the promo and stuff so the album was supposed to come out the original plan was june 21st for father's day because i wanted to do a release of the song that i did for my dad and a video and sled island was also going to promo um the walk it off song with the album so i kind of had everything timed out um and uh but it's tough house who's releasing it and so i didn't really have control over that and it just um kept delaying kept delaying until finally i i realized that yo i use this awesome site called banzoogle for my website and they allow me to sell merch and my album and i and everything right through my website so i was like oh my gosh what am i doing like i should just put it on my website now and then whenever it's streaming on all the platforms it's supposed to be um on it's supposed to be it should be streaming on all platforms now <laughs> okay I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it earlier today. So oh, maybe no, it is now. Okay. I mean, like, because I know that this will, like, it's Tuesday. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This will, this will be well into the future for sure. For sure. In the future, it, it, it will be streaming on all platforms July 21st, supposedly. So, um, <sighs> I wanted to do it on my website first because A, it, it, it was advertised as being, you know, we've delayed it so many times since it was advertised. The latest date, I think, was July 10th. And so it was July 11th that I was like, okay, it's on my website now. So whenever it's streaming everywhere else, okay, that'll be good. But for right now, the, the money is going straight to the artist, right? So um, it's my website, it's my album right now. And then when it goes and streams on all the other platforms, then that's the tough house. Oh, I see. Oh. So it, it almost wasn't exactly 
exactly the strategy. It was kind of almost like a happy accident. Yeah, which is weird because I'm hearing feedback now that it's like a it's a thing now. Like I um I think it's genius. Two other artists have done that already, where they put it on. Uh, one artist yesterday, or was it two days ago, put it on Bandcamp, and then it'll be streaming on all platforms next week. Um, it's for the real fans and the family who actually want to get a taste and support uh, initially, you know? Yeah, and you find that, like, especially your family and your friends, they do want to support you. And, you know, whether it's five bucks or ten bucks that you want to donate, because that's how I, I put it on there as it's five dollars for the album to download the whole thing, a dollar a track, or you can donate however much you feel. That's incredible. I love that. That's an that's a brilliant strategy, to be honest. I think I might steal that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I love that you said it's a happy accident and honestly like i'm saying strategy that's a little bit of a cold way to do it but it's a great way to funnel the people who want to support you in kind of the best way that they can support you yeah and i get to show off my website there's that exactly and it's <laughs> yeah. such a good website cool <laughs> especially because you newly revamped it for the release i think that's awesome as well you put a lot of thought into it yeah well i'm it's my photographer um enough styles who like she she was just a friend she shout out to haiku she does um a lot of like edibles and stuff um but she just ended up like taking a few pictures one day and then that ended up being on my album cover for tea time i just i couldn't even decide which picture to choose so i made a collage for my cover art (laughs) yeah that's dope yeah super real interesting real different yeah i love i'm finding a lot of people like that now so i'm very happy like i said my dj who like doesn't even make beats but now she does and then another friend who's now a photographer and the girl who found me on the sidewalk is now my manager so it's yeah organicness i love it i love that organicness and it seems like you've just got this energy which just draws the people that you it seems that you need in your life i'm thankful for it i'm trying to manifest (laughs) are you are you actively doing that or has it just been kind of like happy-go-lucky so far no i i'm one of those weird people jordan i'm sorry i'm I'm like (laughs) (laughs) elaborate elaborate let's let's hear how we can be like one of those people because it seems to be working for you yeah i'm really trying to manifest if i'm even thinking about like even this mixtape i'm like okay there's a song on there that's like an earworm to me like i can't get it out of my head and so as every time i think of the song i think of at least 10 12 people with the same it's in their head and they're just all like ah so positive associations kind of yeah and then what i want is the word of mouth after that so it's it's oh my because i mean when you when you first heard like whoever your favorite artist is like who's your favorite artist me right now i got got a top three probably uh kendrick chance the rapper and j cole Ooh, that's fucking beautiful d smoke thank you Oh, do you smoke? Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm waiting for his next thing to blow me away because I was blown away by his uh, the live performance he did for the uh, it was one of the the last episodes there. I, that was like that was phenomenal artwork yeah. to me, but. I haven't really given his music too much of a listen, and that's my bad. I need to get on that right away. I really did like his album, and oh my gosh, funny story. Wait, was I in the middle of something else? Probably. Whatever. But we'll get back to it. It's all good. <laughs> maybe we will, maybe we won't. Who knows? Know, we'll get right? into a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, so when I first heard D Smoke's album, there's a song on there with Snoop, Do- Snoop Dogg called, no, I'm not going to pronounce it. I'm pretty sure it's like Spanish or something. Yeah. Give it a go. Give it a go, and maybe I'll get it. In English, it's Jasper Yanga. So it might be like, yes. Mm. Yanga, maybe? No, okay, I'm not gonna try. I'm sorry. I don't know. (laughs) It it means pressure. Okay. So the beat for that, when I heard it, I was like, that's my beat. I've had this beat for like a year. Why does he have the same beat? And then I realized that it's same, same, but different. What it is is the same sample, but it's such a prominent sample because it's like chanting in the background. Yeah, it's like the meat of the track. Basically. So we now have like same, same, but I put it on my album anyways. That's so cool. Yeah, I was like, nah, it's called, oh, it's called Stand Together. Stand Together, okay. Yeah, I've seen, I've, uh, uh, heard that track and I, I could see it having the same theme as that pressure track just just by knowing the name mm-hmm. right but I, I really didn't I ended up using um, I, I tr- when I heard his I was like hey well I need to make sure that I'm not copying in any way I didn't even put a hook in mine and then I put it I made it um, 
like hashtag me too-ish a little bit. Wow. And kind of the theme of your entire project here, your mixtape, is that it's it's very, very relevant. Oh, thank you. No, you're very welcome. Was that was that intentional or was that kind of coincidental? That or is that just kind of like who you are? Uh, wow. I I don't know. I um have you have you acknowledged that? That it's it's no. literally because it's <laughs> that's the difference between I get I in listening to your music and a lot of the other music I've been listening to is a lot of the other music can is kind of like it's like generally relevant whereas yours is like kind of like right now you know what I mean and, and I'm not saying it won't be generally relevant because these are you obviously touch base on a lot of things that have been around for a long time but they're just so prevalent today that I, I, I feel like that was intentional oh well no it, it it wasn't intentional a lot of the stuff that I write is like usually um a response that I can't say to somebody because it's too mean or something or like <laughs> ah like an in- indirect little kind of an indirect artistic kind of way to retort right like like that stand together song the hashtag me too song is like it's not what you think a hashtag me too song is because i'm kind of yelling at females who take money to go lie in court and i'm like i i it was a situation that had happened where i you know i, I met some girl who did that and i was kind of like I, obviously i'm not gonna have this conversation with her that mentality is too far gone but yeah did she do it and get caught or did she do it and is just like bragging about it yeah like bragging you have you have money i'm proud of you um oh. that laughs, you know <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so I I just decided okay, well I'm just gonna write my response out instead. And Beautiful. That's a that's a great response as an artist. I'm trying not to be mean to people. No, that's okay. If you want, we can also <laughs> cut we can also cut that in post. But you did write an entire song about it, and I'm sure it's obvious. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's all good. That's. <laughs> If, especially like if it's a response like that or and, and if I say who it's about and I'm, I'm not I'm not uh, with that person anymore in that vicinity circle of people anymore there yeah. and they might they might not even be in yours either or even watching yeah and if they are then I mean that's good I hope you learn something there you go there you go and even if you aren't that person and this is kind of if it relates to you at all this is to you so yeah like I'm, I'm not saying anything that's wrong it's just it's just that um, these are hard conversations to have with people sometimes and if i can't have it with you then just cheer just listen to the song instead i haven't heard of anyone else drawing attention to that either though so kudos to you for that thank you yay yeah let's talk about some of the other themes in your in your album there we're i'm gonna start with the track token there which uh (laughs) the title kind of speaks for itself on what the theme is gonna be but you definitely do a great job of uh, addressing stereotypes and what it's like to be shortened in perception because of that and how people kind of like do it in humor but still tiptoe and watch their backs after and while doing it you want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah well that one actually came out because i learned in my adult life that i was a bully to my brother um okay you came to this realization yeah and i didn't like it's like you said it's all jokes it's all it's all fun and games but like you don't realize how it actually affects people like my brother um is very light skinned and um, you know, when if you look at like my relatives and stuff, you can see the comparison, but like in our immediate family, he does stand out a bit, yeah. um, with like his green eyes and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, out of jealousy, like, I of course I want green eyes. So, um, it, you know, when I look back at it, I'm like, it's definitely out of jealousy. And I just, I, I would be like, you know, literally the things that I said in the song, what did, uh, what did I say? I was like, um, um, how are you the same color every time you flip your hand? You, you're not my brother. Or what did I say? Um, request a test. Can't have the same dad. Stuff like, yeah, so like, and like, oh, you know, we used to joke around and say that mom slept with the milkman. And I'm like, I didn't even realize how disrespectful that was to my mom. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Did she ever hear you saying that? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So that's that's actually, so as much as that is relevant to this day, that's actually a personal story. So did you address your bro outside of this track on that? Definitely. Like, I, um, we had to talk about it, like, years ago. And that's, you know, that's when I came to the realization. And so I just decided to put it in a track. And so when I sent him the raw version, um, that's when I, I called him and recorded the conversation. Um, because I wanted to see, you know, how he felt about it and, and uh, whatever. And he's like, you know, it's, it's, he's like, it's good, you know, you it's not really about me and I was like you know it's funny because I, I thought it was but I guess maybe there's parts of it that are um like when he got beat up by those four guys and I was like I remember just cruising around Shard Park <laughs> looking for hey. I was like what 
what? Like what? And yeah, that's crazy. So it wasn't it wasn't really like an, an emotional conversation. It was kind of just like a almost like it was over the head on the actual yeah. impact. Yeah, it was kind of like um, you know we had this conversation and I apologize, you know, and he's like, oh, it's whatever, you know, we're 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 grown now, so you can't really look back and blame the past or whatever. But you know, he was happy that I was able to see it now. There, and I bet that uh, allowed him to get a, a little bit of introspection onto maybe how that impacted him outside of the, the home maybe I don't know if that's natural yeah like maybe um but I I did honestly didn't even go that far but I I bet it has probably yeah, I'd love to hear from him he's trying to be oh. an actor in BC right now you're what sorry my brother he's trying to be an actor in BC right now he's been on a few Netflix things here and there but shout out to him <laughs> so let's go let's go into your track uh I don't know from there I picked up uh I, I just pulled one theme from it your, your snitches get stitches line <laughs> but now snitches let's- get riches Snitches get riches. Yeah, let's let's elaborate. <laughs> let's let's er- elaborate on kind of your views on that. I know you you say a bit about it in the track, but uh, let's let's verbalize it slowly. Yeah, well, the first verse is definitely about somebody. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Do they know that it's about them, or will they come to know? No, no. That one has to stay under wraps. I think that one, but it's definitely about someone. And, okay, and right. it's also about, you know, everybody who does stuff like that. Like, I think the main, the main line that I love in that verse is, is when I say like, uh, something about you painting your face, we know what you did because a lot of these girls right now, and I've seen it where they will go do a YouTube tutorial or figure out how to paint their face to make it look like, you know, maybe some bruises happened or whatever. And then you go to his mom's place or his friend's place and say a bunch of random stories just because you're mad because he has a new girlfriend or something like. it's crazy to me that is absolutely wild so like how are females gonna stand together if we keep doing stupid stuff like this i didn't know there was youtube tutorials on that stuff oh yeah you can because you can do makeup and they it's it's like um for they say it's for movies so oh Ah. right right yeah that makes sense to me okay i see it's not the youtube videos aren't made with malicious intent it's just Uh the the usage is coming out of context yeah or they you know they hide the fact that it's not malicious or you know anyways (laughs) oh okay you know i i understand what you're getting i I do understand it could be be a bunch who knows So it, does uh, do you drive uh, any of your inspiration for this track from uh, the the kind of it's not really current events and by the time this releases it won't be very current events but uh, the specific hip hop case of the snitch who is not getting stitches or do you know what I'm talking about? Um, Young Takashi Six Nine. I know. You know what? Um, so I was actually like a huge Nicki Minaj fan. Like you and me, but well, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan, but okay, sorry, go on. I think we have no. the same opinion on this. Yeah, I was like disgustingly a huge fan. Like I um from like 07, I would be the person cutting her verses to make playlists of just her verses and of featured songs. Like I Ooh. loved her and I studied her come up and everything. And a lot of what I do, like my first line in the intro is like, ask me what I'm doing, I'm following pink print. It's like shut up to Nikki but like I recorded that maybe like like a week or two before that song came out with Takashi no and I was like out of everything that I've defended her like even through the whole with her her husband and all that stuff whatever I defended it still and like this is the last straw and I was like it's that's too much for me maybe it's been a toxic relationship from the beginning (laughs) that's what I'm that's what (laughs) I was gonna ask that. Is it was it uh, were you defending her previously, like based on loyalty, or were you actually kind of like uh, maybe 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 she's right? My main thing with Nikki was like she is on pills or something. She's on something. She's surrounded by people that aren't her friend. Uh-huh. She needs her friend, and so my goal was like I'm gonna make it to a level so I can shake her back to life. Like I just wanted to help her and That's beautiful. Right, because she's a queen. Like she, she should be running this. I was so upset. I was like, "How are you letting Cardi doesn't even write half her stuff? Like, why are you letting her?" I just, I was so upset. I was, I was pretty upset of how she started moving. Like, pretty much after Superbase. Oh man, that's so rough. It's so hard. It's must be real tough to see. And it's because it's, it's like obviously with the personalities that you and I have. Like that's something that you or that occurrence or working with somebody like that is. It's a big. What's it? What, what should I call it? Like it's a big failure. What's a better word for it though? Like a letdown or like it's, it's bigger than a letdown. It, yeah. It's it's like a total flip of the script. Because like like you said, you were you were you had her back for a couple other things that not a lot of people like a lot of people probably dropped her for that but this was 
kind of the final straw for me. I, I wasn't even a huge fan, but now I'm kind of like, I guess for, for lack of better terms, boycotting. Yeah. I, I went as far to even say like, yo, is she being extorted? Like maybe he had this verse from long ago. Cause you know, they did a song together before. So I'm like, maybe, maybe it's like, you know, help my husband drop some charges or something. And I, like, I honestly, I was still trying to defend her. And then finally I was like, you know what, what am I doing? Like, I, it's, it's done. Like, and then when she, when I heard that she was going to start her own label, I was so excited. And then, and then this whole thing happened and I was like, I, that whole, cause I told you I manifest. So like, I was really going hard on that Nikki label. Yeah. Everything. Like that was that. like a big inspiration behind what you're doing. Right. And like, even the schizo song that was on my SoundCloud, I just took it off cause it's going to go on a DJ King beat for the mixtape. But this, that, that was like all Nikki. That's even the fact that it's three different personalities it came from the Nicki Minaj Megatron challenge that she put out crazy and so now because of because of what happened you took it down and you're redoing it I'm gonna redo it I wish that I can take out the Nicki references but a lot of them like I really like the art so I don't know Well, to be honest, listeners who are actually engaged will know that that was like a previous standpoint and then they'll they'll know how your current viewpoints are. Yeah. And there's always a chance for redemption, so who knows? Man, it's been years I've been waiting for a redemption. <laughs> I guess so. And then you just keep getting knocked down. Yeah. Just, oh, man. I was excited with looking ass when she came out with that. And then, and then I was like, okay, what did you do? Yeah, we done here. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Well, uh, your tracks stand together. We touched on that a little bit, but one of the themes there that, that actually the way that uh, you started the track, the intro, is you brought up uh, how uh, Divide to Conquer has always been written in our history. Yeah. And then you go on to say, get rid of the weak links. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, we need to stand together, it, whether whatever movement it is. It could be an LGBTQ movement, could be a BLM, could be female movement. You need to stand together. Otherwise, you can't move up. Like, so to have these females that are, like I said, still taking money to go to court, it's either you change the mindset. I mean, I'm just saying, like, get rid of the weak links. <laughs> if that means you know build them stronger so that you're no longer the weak link gotcha so you don't necessarily mean like get rid of the individuals but just kind of the the stuff that uh makes the other things that they stand for uh, be diminished yeah like it, it we need better education too like the, it, it boils down to so much and even with the whole blm movement like we should have with we sh- this whole thing that um that when we restarted it a few months ago we should have at least two or three banks open that are black owned right now like we're just we're kind of like screaming with no movement right now <laughs> Do you think that uh, in our near future something's going to change with that, or what do you see for the short term here? You know, I keep screaming that we need a leader. Like, we had Martin Luther King back in the day. We had Malcolm X back in the day. Um, we need, like, an actual, like, leader, like, a fearless, you know? But I scream about it, but I'm not willing to step up. But somebody needs to. Um, that's crazy. And I guess all we can do until that leader um, makes themselves known is kind of try to inspire it. Yeah, right. That's that's all I'm feeling is just, you know, we have like the the army per se kind of set. We just need to know, like, just like how I need specifics. Like, <laughs> I feel like we, we should have we can't just be screaming defund police. It should be specifics. And then here we funded it. Okay, we raised the money. Now here's what we're going to do to change this specific thing and do that. And then it'll take it'll take years to actually change. But it needs to be step small steps by step by step. And that's, I that's like any movement, whether it's especially with hashtag me too, like back to that song it should be standing together building the education up so that females understand like hey sometimes you have to take that sacrifice if you don't i get how broke you are but if you need to take money from this man maybe come to the community maybe we can raise money for you instead like if you're at that point it's it just needs to be a different conversation that's totally fair that's crazy essentially you're kind of drawing attention from the uh, the phrases and the hashtags and the keywords and, and trying to draw attention to the actual conversation that not just is behind it, but absolutely kind of has to be said almost before the, the keywords are said, right? Yeah, it should be like, I'm a huge fan of uncomfortable conversations. Like, like it should be, you keep having that conversation until it becomes comfortable. Like no matter what it is, if you're, you know, if, if, if you're on the other side, like even if um, as a straight 
straight person, if you're an LGBTQ ally, like you should be talking to your, not your ancestors, sorry, like your grandparents or your parents or your family that still have a bad mentality and make them understand that, you know, things are okay. Like there's no reason to be thinking like that. that Those uncomfortable conversations need to happen. You, you almost said ancestors there. And maybe that, maybe that was subconscious, a subconscious slip, because if someone has a good relationship with their spiritual self and with their ancestors, maybe that is a conversation you have to have. Yeah, 100% meditate. Exactly. That's, that's a trip right there. <laughs> and so, and so onto, onto the, the last track here, we're, we're, we're almost running out of time. Yes. Um, transcend. So you, you were saying that you had a similar experience with, uh, with the person that you worked on this track with, with Anya there. Um, and in your particular experience, uh, actually, you know what, I'm going to let you elaborate as much as you so choose to. No, it's okay. Um, it's another uncomfortable conversation, but it, you know, about miscarriages, uh, Unfortunately, I don't see it or hear it. Like you don't really see it in TV shows. Actually, in the last like year or two, I have seen it pop up here and there um, in TV shows. But um, in music, you know, you don't you hear about abortions a lot and all of that. But um, I would love to hear like a, a male perspective side of, of losing a, a kid because when I went through it, um, like in uh, I went through it a few times, <laughs> and so the the response um, and actions from my my ex-husband was like, you know, basically this, the second verse of the song where it was just like, you know, he, he blamed me for everything. And, and then there, I know that there are guys out there who don't do that, who are more comforting. And so I, I just wanted to kind of take notice to, you know, the, the, the mental state that females are in and the first part of the song. And then also, you know, the, the toxicity that comes from, um, the males who aren't ready to deal with it either. And maybe they take it out on the, on the females and, and it does ruin relationships. So, and that's such a such a hard subject to talk about and it's such a as much as it's a, a very rare occasion it's not as rare as most people think that's you know that's the thing about it and and the feedback that i'm getting back is it's it's true it's not <clears throat> it's not uncommon but it is even in the hospitals you know from the nurses it, it is kind of treated as like oh don't worry you'll be fine but like the the mental process of it after like a pamphlet is not enough you know i agree and so how um what, what can we say, I guess, to someone who, who's worried about that experience or has experienced that experience or is going through it right now? What can, what can we kind of say to maybe guide them or like what's what uh, let's let's sum up your toughest time and what helped you get through it? I know the track does a good job. I know I'm, I'm just going to reiterate that the track, no, does, no. track does a great job of doing it, but just that, like a direct vocal. I know. Right. Um, and it's so hard to say because I, I feel like I am a bad example because I didn't deal with it that well until like years later. But I, my first, my first guy said to call me, <laughs> I don't know, like literally if you don't know what else to do, like, um, reach out, reach out my, my Instagram or whatever. I'm very active on there. Um, but yeah, reach out. And beyond that, um, talk to your friends about it because I bet you they've gone through it too but for some reason we just don't want to talk about it and then we don't know until these until you hear a song about it <laughs> that's a fantastic answer I love that yes, thank yes, you yes. yeah thank you so much T Fanny so we are actually going over time here so <laughs> I'm sorry to keep you for so long but thank you so much for joining me no of course thank you for having me this is an amazing conversation of course thank you so much um is there is there anything else that you want to sign off on or just just kind of say to whoever's listening before we do let you go um thank you so much for listening all the way through i appreciate everybody's support um and i have a couple more projects coming out with uh, miss benzo it's called we're most hated um and it will be out september 4th and then i will have a new mixtape project coming out for you guys i'll try and make it work for like october november y'all let me know when you want it <laughs> perfect so we're gonna get a lot of tea fanny from this year so stay tuned everybody everybody. Again, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, Jordan and Re-Evolve Media. Shout out. You're so very welcome. All right. Take care. Later. All right. And that was Tiffany. If you want to learn more details about her and keep up a little bit better, head to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Tiffany. That's T-E-A-F-A-N-N-I-E. We're going to listen to her track, Walk It Off. Shadow Sparrow 
wonder why Cause my dad go on like I got wings to fly Truth be told, yo, your jokes be dry as rye I laugh, but you still raise me not to tell a lie But I can tell a liar from the fake It ain't no pay, clear as day, so thank you for the strength So you're the reason why I'm so strong today I'm never vexing at the times you had to go away I was a kid, got plenty of time to play Still understood that our time is on layaway Sacrifice you made for the country and for me Firstborn is grown now, so I know how it be